What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another ring-filled episode of Franchise Unpacked. I'm one of your hosts, Zach. I'm your other host, Dave. And uh, you guys, we're, we're pivoting a little bit this week. We are. We decided a hard pivot because we looked at we looked at the numbers. We we talked to our accountants. We ran the yep. number. We yep. we we checked the books. Uh, it's just we realized that we wanted to do Star Wars this month because it's you know it's one of my favorites. It's yeah. one of Zach's favorites. It's a big. It is Star Wars month, like kind of officially because of May the Fourth right. and May the and Revenge of the Fifth. So you got kind of two days. Yeah. Right now. Uh, or for all of you Arrested Development, it is fans. It is Cinco de Cuatro. Uh, but uh, it, it, we decided that. You get really lost, as Zach put it earlier uh, before we started recording. You really get lost in the noise. Yeah, there's a, so much. It's just a huge fan base. It's a volatile fan base, as we all know. Yeah, uh, but it, there's just so much stuff coming out. And yeah, the people posting all this awesome artwork. I mean, we would literally. It's like we we screaming into the wind. We would be. Yeah, you wouldn't hear us. And so yeah, it was. Yeah. You know, we've talked a bunch about it too. About like. You know, we love like Dave and I are huge movie buffs. I mean, Dave, I think you're even more of a movie buff than I am. Oh, well, um, yeah. And like TV shows and all that stuff. And when we started off Franchise Impact, it was like, yeah, we're going to do TVs and uh, TV shows and uh, and movies and yeah. video games and all this and uh, comic books and music. And, yeah. and the more we did it, we were like, you know, it's going to be better for us and for the audience if we're able to sort of uh, niche down a little bit. And so. Yeah, and, and not saying that we won't bring these things up. Like, especially sure. today, we're talking about Sonic. Oh, I'm going to talk about the movie probably at some point. It might Absolutely. not be. We might go into uh, the the last episode of this ep- uh, the month might be pretty much about the movie and the TV show. Yeah. But yeah. it's we're we're keeping it tight. We're tightening it up. Yeah, we're, we're, I, we're, I think it's pretty safe to say that yeah. we're going to be focusing mainly around video games yeah, from here on out. They seem to just be our, our for the time being, it's our be- yeah. biggest audience. Uh, we get the most listens. So, yeah. Yeah. And we want to make we want to make all of you guys happy. Yeah. Um, so today, you guys, we're, we're talking about the blue blur Sonic another the Hedgehog. One, another big one. Yeah. And we and we did an episode on Sonic in the past um, where we kind of crammed everything into one episode irresponsibly irresponsibly yeah so we and sonic's one of those game franchises that there are some entries of it that i have an insane amount of experience right like oh yeah sonic adventure one and two Mm -hmm. i like lived for those games the game boy advance sonic um there are certain entries that i'm like all about and there are some that I've never even touched that I'm actually going to try to for the future episodes this month. I'm going to try to really sit down and play through some of those uh, yeah. in between Animal Crossing. But I mean, oh, yeah. Dave, what, what about you with uh, with with Sonic? Um, I I mean, I got my start pretty early on. My brother and I were uh, we had Game Gears. So those were like our first kind of our first system because you could play them together. But also, like, I think he got his Game Gear first. Then I got one like the next year or something when I was okay. a little older. But um. The uh, the Sonic on game, you know, it was, it was the original Sonic game. That's what we started with. The very first one. I think it was I, I I'm I, I always get my time frames with Sega uh, mixed up, but I'm pretty sure very it was easy just a, to do. <laughs> it was a direct port of uh, did, on the Genesis. Was it for for the, which? Sorry, for the very first Sonic game. Was it like Genesis? It came out for Genesis. That right? was for Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was a, a direct port pretty much to the Game Gear. Because, okay. And it was so cool. The Game Gear was it was the first backlit system. So you could play in total darkness. The graphics were great looking. It was and it was cool because it was kind of like your my first 
that I can think of. And I was kind of thinking about this today when I was doing a little research. Like it's kind of like my first your first speedrun game before speedruns were ever a thing. Yeah. Like it was this new dynamic. It wasn't just jumping on top of enemies and just like trotting through the level, collecting coins. Yeah. It well, there was a dynamic like it gave you well, just the ring collection alone, I think, gave you the idea of a health bar, a little bit more of a health situation, yeah, a, a, kind of a new way yeah. of approaching health, too. And then I kind of wanted to talk to you about this. Mario 64 then took it again. Yeah, because they did. You collect coins. And if you get hit, you have a health bar, but you also you'll poop coins out. And if you collect those coins again, you'll right. gain your health back. So it's like they took Sonic and then plussed it up even more. Yeah. Like yeah. allowing enemies to do different types of damage to you as opposed to just like you get one hit, you lose your rings. And if you don't collect anymore, you've only got. And that's it. Honestly, I went back and I played the original Sonic pretty recently. Mm -hmm. And it's that's what and guys, that's what we're mostly talking about today is like the original Sonic like for and and Sonic 2 um, and sort of like those early Sonic games. But it was hard. It was harder than I remember it being because it's it is about speed. Like once you memorize the levels and that's something that I actually wanted to touch on. So Sonic sort of came from a few things. One, uh, they wanted a, like an animal mascot for, for Sega. Okay. And like they wanted, that was going to be their main dude. They right. Decided. Exactly. Okay. And, and it was kind of their the first Mario. animal mascot. Cause like you ended up having, you know, naughty dog ended up having crash bandicoot. Yeah. Uh, they attempted to make Bubsy a thing, Bubsy, um, yep. you know, but like there were other animal mascots that came later, but Sonic was kind of the first for video games anyway, the first animal mascot to really come out and the the sort of base idea for Sonic actually came from uh, one of the creators was he was playing like level one, one of Mario okay. of the very first Mario. And he loved the feeling like once he memorized it, he basically would speed run. So yeah, one, one. And he was like, Oh my gosh. Like he wanted to replicate that feeling of, of speed. But what I wanted to ask you about is, so, and before I say this, I love Sonic and I know yeah. that Sonic has a very dedicated fan base that will actually find me, dox me and kill me yeah. if I speak too ill of it. But, uh, what, I feel like in some of the games, even some of the early games, that feeling of speed can be killed with the addition of like, you know, you'll have to solve a quick puzzle or push a block or something like that. It'll yeah. And they were really ambitious too, because it was like the levels were there was sort of a layering effect because you could, there were certain times you could do like the ring, like run around the ring or you could just kind of go past it. So it was like, depending on where you're at on the stage, right? You could go underneath. Yeah. Which was cool. You're like, you don't have to, you can pass this part different ways. There's like different options it gives you, but you're right. It would like, you'd blow past something and then you'd be like, Whoa, I want to go back. I see all those rings. And then it was like, okay, cool. So it was just like almost bursts of speed. And then like later on in the series, I feel, especially when you took it to a 3d, the the point speed was not, it it was tougher to, to keep. There was no, I mean, there were, there were race levels, but like, and there were, the and there were some world, levels that did that did okay with speed, but it was. But it when was you're harder. in an open world environment, you want to be almost fine tuned and very careful right. sometimes with your exploration. So, well, it, and there was, it was like they were almost like two ahead of the game, and then when they got there, they were right. <laughs> they, they missed the point. Well, and it was almost. it's interesting too because when you first play it through, 
it is kind of slow, right? Like you, you hit these roadblocks, you have to, you know, you kind of bump things awkwardly. The, the enemy combat, if you want to call it combat is a little janky, but when you memorize it and when you start to speed run it, nothing feels better. I, and I I can only speak to the game boy advance Sonic, um, Mm -hmm. which I, I don't have it in front of me, but, um, I remember that I had, and I think I talked about this on our other, other episode too. Um, I had like a speed run on one level in particular that I really enjoyed. And I would just go back and play that level and play that level. And I would narrow down my time by like milliseconds. Oh, and yeah. then I think former guest on the show, Will Goringer, I think he lost that game and had to replace it. <laughs> well, I, and like, I remember it's kind of like that. I think we're a little bit of the same kind of like thinking, but yeah. when I would play like games like guitar hero, you would get, you're like, I have to be perfect at this. Right. And if you, if you found like with a game like Sonic, you're like, yeah, I can beat this hundred percent really good time. But you're yeah. like, if I know I can be faster, I want to be. Well, that. And that's, that's like, like the fun thing about, yeah. about speed running a game like this is you can go for the speed run and the completionist aspect of it at the same time. Yeah. Um, and I know this is a little bit of a digression, but like lately, a shameless plug, by the way, shameless plug. Lately, okay. I've been doing more streaming um, uh-huh. twitch.tv slash the Zach Rogers, if anybody's Ooh. interested. Um, but I've been playing a Zelda randomizer. And it's so it's so much fun because it's taking a game that I know really well to the point where I can. I don't like speed run it, speed run it, but I, I could. And it's taking that and just flipping it on its head with all these random item locations. And to me, as like I, I almost wish that Sonic would have an aspect that you can keep the challenge of, hey, I know these levels in and out. I know this route. I know how to optimize this. But how can I randomize it in such a way that it tests my skills as a Sonic player instead of my memorization? Yeah, like either expanding on a abilities or something it's hard to kind of describe because like when you're talking about the zelda randomizer like it's just that you could start a brand new file on that and it will be different every single time and it'll inspire in a game that is for open world games by nowadays standards one of the most limited open worlds you could have oh yeah because it's it's just one of the originals so but like they've really taken it to its limit by doing this. And it kind of brings up a question for you. What do you think? Like, I know this isn't about Sonic, but it could like, we could absolutely like extrapolate it to that. But um, for like a future Zelda game, you got your breath of the wild where you literally can go right to the final boss right away. You can play it how you want. But what they do is maybe with the exception of a few storied items, it is another, they start randomizing their items with that style as well. So you're now doubling down yeah. uh, right away. So like it takes, you're just yeah. say like breath of the wild Two would be like, Hey, this is also not just open free world. We are, we have no idea what's going to be in, in the common uh, treasure. And chest. I, I think that's what, I mean, that can transition, I think perfectly to Sonic, because I think that if you took, uh, and it would transition perfectly for a 3d Sonic, I think where, yeah. You know, the, the, the limitation of being a side scroller and Sonic is big on the screen. He's not, you know, Mario is like this big on the screen. He's a little sprite. So you can see all this landscape in front of you. Yeah. Whereas Sonic is a larger sprite who moves faster. So it's, you're so limited on what you can see, which is why you have to resort to memorization. Yeah. It's like muscle memory reaction. Yeah. Yeah. But if you could, if you could take that and put it 
in a 3D Sonic where you can see in front of you and you can see what's coming and make it something where, uh, you know, like look at Minecraft. Every single time that you load up Minecraft, you're getting a procedurally generated world. Oh, yeah. Or um, I mean, there are plenty of games that do it. Minecraft is just the most popular. But maybe it's the same with Sonic, where you don't know what obstacles you're going to have every time that you go for this run. And it really just starts to test your reaction, your speed. And then, you know, the boss battles could be the same, the whatever, uh, you know, items that you could collect maybe might be randomized per level. But then it truly could become a a mastery of Sonic's moveset. Yeah. Instead of a mastery of I know where everything is in this level. Yeah. Like I know how to get to it and like I can right. double jump now. But yeah, like I think, yeah, constantly having to test Sonic would be the best because, yeah, like you said, right. like with this very first game, you kind of just inadvertently would do that. You'd test your skills, like be it limited, but as much as you could, but which right. was basically eventually became speed runs. Well, and so going back to sort of these these first couple games, I mean, you guys, if you first of all, if you haven't played the original Sonic games, check them out. They're they're a blast. Uh, they're they're buggy. The The whole franchise of Sonic is buggy. I mean, even I don't care how much of a diehard Sonic fan you are. You need to be able to admit that these games are bug city. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they always have been. It's almost like a claim to fame at this point for the franchise. Yeah, but. It still holds up. It's still a lot of fun to play. We literally have a Genesis out there with Sonic in it ready mm-hmm. to go. Um, and it's it holds up well. But the thing is, it's while it does work really well as a speedrun game, it really is just still a solid platformer that was sort of Sega's foray into that field. Yeah. Um, and it was early. It was 91 when when Sonic came out. And that's... For for as advanced as that game is, that's early, I think. Yeah. And I mean, you've they also like we kind of mentioned earlier, you're creating a character, too, with a little more attitude. You they're able to give him more of a personality. He's saying more things. You know, his personality was based off of Bill Clinton. Really? Yeah. (laughs) That's interesting. An earlier Bill Clinton. Yeah, that's wild. (laughs) Uh, I remember his. Well, the cartoon was. Did you ever watch the cartoon Sonic that? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was on in the in the mid 90s. uh, And it was voiced by Jaleel White, who is Urkel. Yep. Yep. And they uh, Sonic says, I always remember. That's the thing. It was one of those cartoons where you're like, oh, great. This is I love Sonic the Hedgehog. But they would cram in some like weird moral things or message, like try and teach you a lesson. That was every nineties show. And you're like, Oh, this made me like this episode ended with Sonic talking about strangers touching you. And you're like, Whoa, (laughs) Whoa, that was, you can't say that while I'm taking a drink. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like that was not like, it was just these weird moral, like after school special, like that's, did did you ever watch the wonder years? Oh Yeah. I remember there was an episode about like drinking mm-hmm. and like, and I, I, that whole episode, like that was the first time that I can remember feeling like so uncomfortable that I felt hot yeah. all over. And you're like, and I was like, I was like, Oh man, like I felt dirty watching it. I'm like, I should like, be. I, yeah. This is content. Not for me, but it's a right. show for kids. And you're like, but it's like, though, but it's for me to tell me not to drink. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I will. I just, it sticks out in my mind and like yours does. So with you, yeah. Like, and especially yeah. with those kind of like soap opera shows too, they really would like, nail on the head oh, like, they this would, shows, like the, this like the boy meets about, world episode where yeah. sean joins a cult yeah, yeah you're like oh boy yeah, <laughs> yeah oh like boy. really weird situation you know kids you're gonna run it and it was like you will run into this situation right i assure you <laughs> one you of your friends will join a cult, a cult and you're, yeah <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh it's like you know, the uh what's um 
Oh man. Uh, the comedian he does the bit about uh like you're gonna run into like a, ho- a horror like back in the day when the uh cops would come and talk to your class or like mad or something like the, right yeah, against yeah, yeah. drunk driving like you will run into these situations uh, right it's like uh. <laughs> terrifying right i personally i only get approached by two or three cult leaders per week so yeah yeah exactly. i'm able to you fend know, them off pretty uh, easily in, you know. we we paid attention to those you know early shows in the 90s yeah so exactly <laughs> I, I, but I honestly wonder, like, how many people have been saved because of that Sonic episode? We're not going to get into it, no, but I'm just I'm curious. Yeah. But uh, so the other thing, too, was the Sonic uh, Archie comics, which um, there have been a ton of. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of comics. Um, I did not realize that. I guess I yeah. missed that part of my research. I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I only looked at a little bit of it because I, I wanted to focus more on the gaming side. But sure. Um, I, I was having trouble finding an actual number, but from the research that I did um, back in 2013, there were over 200 Archie comics. I don't know when that run started and stopped, um, but yeah, so they, they had plenty of Sonic comics. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Which really, I guess, go into the universe and even, uh, you know, I'll give a little Reddit credit, Reddit credit, Reddit. Um, because they were talking about some of the comics on here. I went on and I was just kind of asking what some of people's, uh, favorite Sonic facts were, and we're going to get to some of these in, uh, in later episodes mm-hmm. just because, uh, it, it's not all, I guess, fitted for this, you know, for the first set, mm-hmm. but it's, it's so interesting. Cause like even this one, he's, uh, this user <laughs> slippy butter, mm-hmm. uh, Sonic has never cried in the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, but multiple times in the cartoons and twice in the comics. So like the That's a comics weird fact, I'm sorry. I'm I like, know. Thank you for the like, always. Uh, we appreciate all the any yeah, questions but, but or facts. I, in it's it, so but interesting a, to me that that it's like it's such a separate world. It's like you could that, also say he's never worn a tuxedo. Right. Well, like, I, I think it's more the fact that he has in the uh, in yeah, the comics. I guess. Because like, has Mario cried? Right. <laughs> like, what a weird I'm sure Mario cried. Up, like, We've also never watched Sonic tie his shoes. <laughs> like, okay. Do you know what? Do you know what Sonic's favorite food is? Oh, I. Uh, you know it. I can I see do. it. Oh gosh, chili the, dog. Yeah, chili dog. Chili yep. dog. And um, uh, yeah. there was a crossover. Weren't they doing chili dogs at, at Sonic for the movie? The Sonic Were they? fast food. I didn't know that because I, I know Sonic gives out uh, hot dogs as one of their meals. But yeah, really, yeah, interesting. I, I think well, Sonic is on demand. So for anybody who wants to check it out, I'm. I and there be were. Uh, so I, I want to get to. I watched a really interesting video today that I want to just talk about a little bit. Sure. But uh, I also wanted to point out Sonic was originally supposed to have a human girlfriend. Um, which I don't know how that would have worked. Why? I mean, okay. I mean, I, I think <laughs> it was because they, they, they saw that Mario had princess peach. Well, and the they thing were like, is it's like he was, it was, they took the damsel in distress and what Sonic was saving was a bunch of wildlife. So he's just saving all the right. forest animals. You don't have well, to make and it. They, and they obviously scrapped it later yeah, on. It good. came back as sort of like Amy. Cause it was going to be like this, this uh, damsel in distress girlfriend that would sort of like chase him around the levels a little bit. Like Amy kind of does. Um, that's you know, you know, Amy, Amy's a little desperate, but, uh, at least she was in the Sonic adventure games. Cause there were but, female hedgehogs who come into the series later. Just like keep them. I know like Dr. That, Robotnik is like the only human. Yeah. The, Robotnik is, is, is a whole, is a whole thing to unpack in and of himself. Yeah. Um, Robotnik, Eggman, whatever you want to call him. 
Um, but I was watching a video today that was talking about, Oh, my headphones fell off. Uh-oh. I was talking about sort of this, like these, uh, offshoot video games of Sonic. Oh, Dr. Robotnik's mean bean machine. That was one. Of it was, yeah, that was one. Well, and so a lot of these were, um, <laughs> were, were in Japan only. So there was this, like, it was, it was called like the Sonic cafe. Okay. And it was actually like, it was like a phone service. Um, that you could buy in Japan and it, was, it equated out to roughly like $2 a month and you would get these uh, just like a ton of Sonic video games on your phone and okay. it's it was so interesting so like there was one that was like a like a cart racer almost where you just shift you don't steer you just shift yeah that's what they and, did with that Mario Kart mobile game yeah like kind of you, so you you shift and then like and this is way back when. So they, they actually had an online compatibility where you would submit your score. It just based it on like how, how quick was your timing? How tight was your timing? They would submit your score and then you could sort of compare online what, what your server ranking was. Yeah. But I mean, there were like card games, casino games, Sonic, like cart racer games. Um, Sega just was, sold. They just stripped it. Oh, they, the, they went all out yeah. and these, okay. So here was a few more that I thought were really interesting. Um, in Japanese arcades, there was actually a game where you would play as like police officer Sonic. Did and you have a uh, gun? It, I don't. You didn't have a gun, but you would like drive around and just. <laughs> Why is Sonic driving? That's the other thing too. I, like I a don't Sonic know. race That's, game where he's not running. <laughs> I know it's. Uh, it's beyond but, me. So so he would he would drive around as a, in this cop car, and then he would just like stop for traffic and then fight Robotnik essentially. And it was um, you were. In a car, like it was actually like a car console, like arcade cabinet. You could so easily make another franchise unless they were like, we won't sell this game unless Sonic is attached to it. I'm sure that's what it was. No other thing besides the dynamic of driving around and stopping robots. Yeah. So like we can't make another game. Quick, simple arcade game. Well, and so and this one was where. Oh, and by the way, that was the first Sonic game that had voiceover. So the voice actors in that ended up going on to voice Sonic in uh, in some future games. Um, I don't, I don't know if an adventure, but in the, there was another game before it that had voiceover, but mm. the, this one was the, the first, okay. um, but the weirdest one is there was a video game that was built into a popcorn vending machine where you literally <laughs> choose your flavor of popcorn, cr- turn a crank wheel to make Sonic run from Robotnik, who's wielding a huge hammer. And then it spits out your popcorn. Like you throw it into an oven and you crank the oven and then it, Pops your popcorn like you get popcorn in real life. Like you literally get a bag of popcorn so, from this game. Yeah. What? what yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. You would have. I don't to, know. It's wild. So you'd have to have this popcorn maker thing. No, it's like it was a it was like an arcade cabinet. Oh, so I get like it. it was, I get that's yeah yeah yeah, bananas. yeah yeah yeah. It was just it was a little bit bonkers, but um, I think that was one of those situations too, which you kind of see a lot with um with earlier games is they get an IP, right? Like they get, they get their Mario, they get their Sonic, they get whatever. And they just plaster it everywhere. Yeah. It's like, I know that like, whereas certain companies are very particular with their products. I know like, for instance, I think like kind of bringing up star Wars, you could get uh, merchandising for star Wars. You could get it on literally anything. So they had casino games for yeah, obviously like slot machines and stuff and star Wars themed. but until right. Disney bought it and they're so anti casino, basically there are no more star Wars slot machines. You can, they right. don't, there are no f- 
episode seven, eight, nine ones there. They didn't. I think they got rid of all of them. I might be mistaken, but I think, yeah, they're so. So, yeah, but it sounds like Sega literally went the other direction. They're like, we will. You could. We don't care. Potato chips. We don't care if you well, want. Exactly. We and I wonder anything. how I wonder how much of that transferred over. So, like, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here because, you know, we are talking about these first this yeah. sort of first gen of Sonic games. But, you know, with with the Sonic Cafe phone service, it was they had a lot of like card and casino games. And when you go to Sonic Adventure, I think it's one um, and there's Casinoopolis. Yeah. I'm wondering, I think it's yeah, that's Sonic Adventure one. I think I think so. Um, th- those two games blur for me, but there's a whole casino level. So I'm wondering I'm wondering if somebody was looking back at that Sonic Cafe and being like, I want to call back to that. Yeah, it's like, well, we can include this level. It makes sense. Right. And yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't so, be surprised. And then obviously, you know, they, they've done a lot with like the Sonic generations and people really dig the the old Sonic look in new Sonic feel. I guess yeah. if that makes any sense. Well, it's kind of like the Mario Maker style. You're like you're yeah. bringing all like whatever graphics you want to it. Yeah. So and they... And they did great with that, I think. So we're 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 approaching the end of our time here, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to sort of pick your brain a little bit on if they were to do anything remake wise with with Sonic, and if they were to sort of, I guess, pump up the the original Sonic franchise. What do you think could be done to make that a little bit fresher? Like, give it kind of a new take. Um, I think a fun thing, because Tails is uh, one of the, he's kind of the secondary character here, the Luigi to the Mario, make it a multiplayer. Yeah. You could have like a fun side scroll, like the new Super Mario Brothers games. That'd be kind of fun. So like you can't do your fast run until you're both charging up and then you release and you can both go and they could oh, be cool. like, yeah. there could be a cool, like competitive nature to the racing, but also like working cooperatively. Right. Uh, that'd be neat. Um, yeah, I really don't know because like you said, like just. Tighten it up, clean it up, add some new levels. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, I, I there's not much to do to like uh, the side scroll. You know, you don't want to like affect it too much or make it part 3D. I, I, I think it could be a really cool thing where even if they kept like, let's just say for the sake of argument, they kept the level layout and every single thing about the game the exact same. Mm-hmm. I could see it being really cool where like, you know, so obviously it was in a four by three aspect ratio for those old tube TVs. But what if they dropped it into that four by three aspect ratio and Sonic, I mean, he's a goofy character, so he might like nudge the, you know, the edge of the screen with his elbow. The screen opens up to oh, wide super screen. Wide screen. Yeah. And then maybe he, maybe it zooms out just a little bit. And then my thought is when you're running, cause we were talking about earlier, like, I think it'd be a lot of fun if it was more about your speed and your reflex. Um, So maybe as you're running, the screen zooms out a little bit, kind of, uh, I'm trying to think of a game that does that, but like when you're, when you're playing a fighter game, yeah. And you you know, yeah. So like the faster you go, it has like, you know, the more it zooms out. And I think that'd be a really cool thing so that players could sort of get a feel for their speed at their own pace where, If you want to take it slow and explore, it'll be nice and zoomed in for you. If you want to just like gun it and see what your speed could be, and that's how you want to play through the game, it'll zoom out and give you the option to sort of do that. Yeah, that'd be neat. I like that. Um, and the, and I think to the in the first game anyway, the combat controls were a little a little eh. 
you know, they, yeah, you're, you weren't quite sure. Like I got to hit him while I'm a ball, but I got to be going fast enough to stay in ball form. And it's, and you have to be like some enemies, you have to be kind of to the side. Some enemies you have to be above some enemies you have to hit from underneath. Uh, so I think that solving that a little bit where maybe it's just a little bit clearer, I guess, where to hit enemies or that all enemies have a, you know, unless it's super clear, like, Hey, there's a spike on top of this one, make it something where, Hey, if you're an enemy, your hitbox is on the top of your head. Yeah. And then that'll let you know, and, and it'll give you like that boost that it kind of gives you. So you can even use that if you're fully zoomed out and you see an enemy that can help you clear a gap. Be like, all right, cool. I'm going to use that to clear that. Yeah. And then take it a step further. I think they could even um, they could introduce something sort of akin to a randomizer. I mean, this game's old enough that if they if someone wanted the option, click on randomizer and then. You know, every little bubble, every even every enemy could just be totally random and generate a few new levels. And I think that I wouldn't want to do any disrespect to the original game. But I think if you did it as sort of an add on mode, a new game plus, I think that'd be fine. Like then you're keeping it within its limits where it should be. You still got your original game, but you can play. Yeah, they've expanded. Absolutely. As long as, you know. I, it's fun to pick up something new, but be like, you've completely respected the old thing. And right. now we, you can show me what's new. Sort of. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and you guys we're reaching the end of our episode here. Yeah. I did want to say, uh, we did get a couple comments on our Instagram. Um, people wanting star Wars to be around and to be a thing. So we're going to be looking into it. We don't think that we're going to be able to have a whole month on it necessarily just because of how, like we were saying earlier, it's kind of like screaming into the wind. Yeah. But we definitely want to be looking into some of these like video game entries coming up soon. too. Absolutely. Um, and the rest of this month is going to be Sonic for us. So we're going to be covering the Sonic adventure games. We're going to be looking at the Sonic movie. So stick with us. It's going to yeah. be a fun one. Um, and as per usual, I know we haven't had our like end tag on these ones recently just because uh, we're still in quarantine and life is crazy. Yeah. But uh, we would love it if you would check us out on Instagram at Franchise Impact. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere that podcasts can be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would obviously love it if you would share it with your friends, give us a rating, review, all that good stuff. Totally. Yeah. You can check me out on Instagram at The Dave of Wonders. And I'm on Instagram at The Zach Rogers. And uh, like I said earlier, I'm going to be streaming. Uh, this comes out on Friday. I will be streaming on Saturday. I don't know what time yet, but okay. uh, probably around noon. I'm going to be streaming the Zelda randomizer Solid. and that's uh, twitch.tv slash the Zach Rogers. So hope you guys come by and check that out as well. And uh, I, I'm, I'm really pumped for this month. I'm, I'm excited it's to do some fun. Sonic here. It's oh, yeah. a lot of fun. So, and, uh, and send us what you guys want us to do next month. We're going to have a whole month of, of content coming up in June uh, with a few days off because your boys are getting married. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I'm so excited, dude. Oh yeah. But, um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have some stuff coming your way and I think that's it. We will see you guys next week. Take care, everybody. <laughs>